0: If you like this podcast, check out Studio Red's amazing lineup of podcasts at studioredmedia.com.
1: Welcome to QT with RT. I'm Ryan. I'm Todd. And today we're talking about if you're going to make something, might as well be fun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, today on QT with RT, we were just talking about um how Sean Connery uh-huh. turned down 15% of the gross of Lord of the Rings.
1: For League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> for League of the Extraordinary Gentlemen.
0: Easily making the worst decision of Hollywood.
1: Yeah. I, I think that might be the worst decision any actor has ever made. And, at least at for least a horrible. For
0: your career, financially.
1: Well, and for a horrible reason, too.
0: Working with. You know the Weinstein Company could yeah. also be the worst decision ever made by anybody. That's no true, more. but
1: the Lord of the Rings were made well by through Weinstein. Weinstein. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, but e- either way, it's a win lose situation. So.
0: <laughs> I guess you have that, Sean.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, apparently with the whole Weinstein thing, there was a whole bunch of actresses that came out that were like, uh, like Winona. Uh, not Winona. Who's the lady? Um, J- Judd. Ashley Judd. Yeah, she wanted to be Arwen in The Lord of the Rings, and but because Weinstein like wanted to have,
0: yeah, he didn't like her. Yeah,
1: and so yeah. he blackballed her. Yeah, so.
0: well, you also just said the other one, Aragorn was possibly going to be played by Huton.
1: <laughs> the one, the only, Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. <laughs> he turned it down because he was going to be in the Superman movie. Oh, that's and right. Then they, and then it fell through. So. Man.
0: Dodging bullets <laughs> left even... and right. Oh, man. Can you guys imagine Lord of the Rings with Aragorn?
1: For Frodo.
0: <laughs> if he's like talking like just He always like talks through his like nose almost or something, you know? Like under, like kind of like under his and, breath, but and, still. And my act. <laughs> you have my sword. <laughs> Oh man, and Ashley Judd, I like her, but she would not have been a good yeah. uh, Eowyn.
1: Arwen, Arwen. She wanted to be uh, to like lover. Oh my gosh! So Ashley yeah.
0: Judd, <laughs> <and laughs> Nicholas Cage being counseled by Sean Connery. <laughs> this is basically First Night, but Lord of the Rings style. This, this is the First Night with hobbits.
1: Yeah, it's truly insane. Like the idea. Oh, I know they were pr- pre-production back in like nineteen. 19- uh, 90s, and it started 1990, I believe, was when pre-production started for that, and yeah, they they just they were choosing people that were gonna be big at the time, I guess. Yeah,
0: so, so glad they. Whew. Like, I mean, that's I like the fact that pretty much everybody in there except for um except for Elijah Wood, yeah, really was kind of a no namer and, and AON, yeah, uh, or, well, or not AON. Uh, Arwen. Arwen. Um, Liv, you know, Liv, Liv Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, because of, of Armageddon coming out right yeah. before then.
1: Yeah, Armageddon, and deal. then she did like, uh, I mean, she was uh, the
0: lead man of Aerosmith's daughter. so Right, right. Yeah, but, I mean, that, that was definitely something that made her notable. Tower
1: Records, I think, was the movie she was in.
0: Oh, uh, okay. But, I mean, I think Armageddon is what made her, everybody knew her. You know, Definitely. Yeah. That Animal Cracker Safari. <laughs> so I don't remember when that movie came out, but I remember feeling very awkward when I watched it in the theater <laughs> with probably my mom. Are you talking about Armageddon? Yeah.
1: I've actually never seen Armageddon. You've never I've seen never Armageddon? I've never seen it. No. Oh, no. It has
0: some of the best soundtrack. Who, what's, it's like, Papa Rocha? I just have a feeling. No, Papa. no, no. No, no, the the score. Oh, yeah, yeah. The score. I, I have heard the score, like, oh, when they're fuel. going
1: to to drill. I know the premise of the movie. Like, that's the crazy. I know. Well, I mean, a it's a pretty
0: straightforward premise. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, what was it? I just remembered the story. Of Michael Bay was on set with Ben Affleck, and Ben Affleck says, wouldn't it make more sense to have train astronauts to drill instead of training just thrillers to be out now and uh
0: michael bay said shut up and just read the lines so that's what he said i've <laughs> wanted to say that sometimes to actors <laughs> hey you know though what would make more sense shut up and just read the lines you see that ferrari out there <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason i'm directing this movie <laughs> <laughs> hey you know what would also be great? It's if you just read these lines. <laughs> read
1: these lines, take the money, go home. You know what would make more I, sense? i to direct. It's
0: to train an actor to act and the director to direct.
1: It's like, you know what? How about you direct your own movies? And then Ben Affleck directed <laughs> <laughs> his and own And then movies. he's like, I'm going to. And
0: I'm going <laughs> to start mine with an A, two. It's going to sound like Armageddon, <laughs> but it's not going to be. Just to show you. It's going to be something.
1: Interesting, like historical. <laughs>
0: Unlike <laughs> this movie,
1: this movie is historical. I'm it, <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Uh, but before, after we talked about that, we were talking at lunch, and we were like, let's just go ahead and record this podcast. Yeah. Uh, because a, it's Monday, folks, and we needed a podcast. Monday, it's coming. I was, it's, I was it's out of going town up last late. week. I was working. Yeah. In the Bahamas. Ooh. Yeah. Jealous. Uh would say that it was horrible, but it actually wasn't. <laughs> very nice. Uh, but uh, we were talking about, and you said something, and I was like, oh, this would be an interesting podcast. And you're like, let's just go record it. Just like our very first episode, folks. Mm. Full circle. Full
1: circle, baby. On
0: episode, what episode is this?
1: This is like episode, like, 16.
0: 16. I think. Can you believe it? We <laughs> made it to 16. <laughs> hey, we just, I mean. If you had told me when we started that we would make it to episode 16, <laughs> I would have been like, no. No. It was it's not possible. Slap me very not hard in the, the face. Not the very special number sixteen. <laughs> he was said, "Shut your Our mouth." Our podcast is now out there driving. It's trying to pick up some ladies. <laughs> you know, awkwardly, not doing a very good job at it, but it's you know, it's figuring it out. It's, I think it's doing okay. I mean, you know, there's probably some other little shy other podcast that it's sort of like getting to know. And, <laughs> you know, they maybe like ride to youth group together. <laughs> I've been listening to a podcast called Good
1: Christian Fun, and they go over, like, all these, uh, like, Christian just things we grew up with. Yeah. And at the end of the podcast, when they do the, like, plugs, they do, like, a guitar like that, and they're like, all right, now it's time to... Bring it down. <laughs> We're gonna lift lift up our plugs to the Lord. <laughs> it's like the most sacrilegious thing, but so funny and so true. <laughs> it's so true.
0: It's just like this little guitar after, wailing after yeah. that. Yeah, after that, rocking versions of some praise songs. Yeah, where yeah. Evan was on the drums, just wailing those cymbals way too loud. Everybody's deaf at this point. Then he then he stops playing, puts the sticks away. Just the youth group pastor with his guitar. <laughs>
1: this is number 16, by the way. Si- This
0: one's 16. This one's 16. Yeah. Wow. Well, happy birthday, podcast. Wow. Your 16th birthday. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, we were talking, and you said you were talking about What movie were you talking about? Uh, Quiet Place. Quiet Place. Yeah, and yes. said
1: their first edit was done completely silent. Completely silent. Yeah, no sound.
0: Yeah, because we were talking about the fact that uh, uh, I just blanked on his name, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean Connery would have been a horrible Gandalf. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and for sure. Must take
1: the ring to front the or... <laughs> man take it from it's a shape. Um
0: a uh and you were talking about uh we we're both saying how like he's just so expressive. Like yeah. he is Gandalf. Um Ian McKellen. Ian McKellen. Yeah. Yeah. Ian McKellen is Gandalf. And anybody else being Gandalf just wouldn't be right. Right. Um that was the role that he was made for. Uh and Uh, him and um, Frodo both just are so expressive with their eyes, yeah, um, and how they just act through their eyes so much, and that's why you were then talking about um, the quiet place. Yeah,
1: well, you know that's why Elijah Wood got hired. Because of his eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what uh, Peter Jackson
0: said. So yeah, and the behind-the-scenes DVDs. Yeah. Oh, I have we watched, listen to all. We've, those I've those. watched them. You've watched them.
1: Everything, all sixty hours of them. All twenty-five of our
0: listeners, I guarantee, are the nerdy type of folks who have watched those. I
1: hope so. And if not, get out the door. <laughs> get
0: out of here. This podcast might only be sixteen, but it's about a whoopsome tale. He's ready to fight. You know, For anybody who hasn't watched those sixteen, is a little you...
1: aggro at this point.
0: <laughs> that's right. Exactly. He's think needs to blow off some of that teenage angst. Uh, I'm listening to Nirvana, uh, <laughs> teenage angst. <laughs> uh, no, they're great. If you haven't yeah. watched them, you totally should. They're like a, it's its own little. I should go back and watch. Harvey them
1: Weinstein's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A Weinstein Company <laughs> <laughs> production. <laughs> oh man. Um, so yeah, but I should go back and watch those. Um, have you watched them since they came uh, out? I have not, but I have them on. I have the extended edition on Blu-rays. So uh, I should. I should borrow them you from you. You should. Me, and yeah. I should watch them. I mean, I remember I would. They would come out at Christmas time when I was in college, and so it'd be Christmas break, and I would get the DVDs for my birthday, mm-hmm. which is in November. 15th if anybody wants to send me any gifts you have time now to plan ahead and um and so then i would i would watch the movie of course the of extended course. cut right away yeah but then once christmas finals and everything were over which is usually like first second third week of december i would then binge all like 10 12 hours of those yeah. behind the scenes things yeah um and that would be my christmas break it's great. it was a great christmas you ever break.
1: watch them on the commentaries
0: too Oh yeah, 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 and so then I go back and listen, watch the whole movie on commentary.
1: I always loved listening to the Hobbits talk because they were always so funny, and then it would like cut to like Orlando Bloom, and be like, "Yes, I remember this," you know, like you'd be like so serious, but then like the Hobbits would be like, "What are you eating? Are you eating something right now?" Like, (laughs) as the movie's like going, they're just like talking to each other. It's great. I loved it.
0: Um, But uh, you were talking about how the Quiet Place is a movie. That you would enjoy making. Yes. I did not enjoy watching it because it messed me up
1: severely. Yeah. Um you, like, yeah. you had diarrhea afterwards? No. I like <laughs> cried in the car <laughs> afterwards. Like it messed me up. So you though. had diarrhea from the eyes. Yes. And the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, <laughs>
0: oh, we're going to lose all it. It's like We're 16. Episode's <laughs> in. we got to get a little crude. It's That's a little... Right. A little... That's <laughs> a little... <laughs> the, the podcast is old enough now that it's kind of testing the boundaries. It's you trying... Just... It's like, maybe this is appropriate, maybe not. I'm not sure. Wait till episode 21,
1: baby. (laughs) It's going to get dark. That's right. That's where we're going to black out. (laughs) You're just going to black out at the end of watching it. We should should record that just drunk. Uh, (laughs) uh, But, yeah, I, I think it would be fun to make because, I don't know, there's something about uh I think Quentin Tarantino talked about it way he talked about the audience is the orchestra. Yes. You know? I and, told you about that. Yes, you told me about that. And uh and working and so movies like Quiet Place or yeah. Thrillers where yeah. it's like kinda of testing the audience's reaction. Yeah. As much as I like had such a negative reaction to the Quiet Place, I had a reaction. Yeah. And that is amazing. Like unlike solo, when he went <laughs> and watched my reaction was this movie is the worst. It's so boring. I mean, it's not the worst. It was just really, really boring. So, but the Quiet Place kept me on edge. It yeah. was stressful. I I think, the part of making something, making people people feel something, it's like the same as like a love or you know making someone cry because it's so beautiful or making someone laugh. I think is comedy and horror almost. I like hand in hand. Yeah, as far as reaction, so one brings joy, one brings terror. Um. Yeah. But yeah, the Quiet Place obviously true horror fans would be like that's not that scary but to me it was i mean it it was intense it's you never know when something's coming around the corner and the fact that they edited it i mean it relies so much on the quietness of the movie yeah like i just remember like they're like don't go don't have snacks with this movie like just watch it as much as you can so now would probably be the best time to watch it when it's at home yeah Put on a, some you, headphones. Yeah, put on some headphones, turn off all the lights, and just
0: watch it. Uh-huh. You'll have a real and experience. Then, and then pay somebody to just randomly jump up behind me right. after <laughs> the movie. Um, I have actually not seen The Quiet Place, so I'd like to watch it. Um, and um, uh, I love that quote from Quentin Tarantino. Um, I came up in filmmaking during the time of Quentin Tarantino's heyday. Now that he's still not doing good, his new movie actually looks interesting. I would like to see that once upon a time in that. Hollywood. But. Uh, everybody, all my filmmaker friends loved Quentin Tarantino. It was just this big, huge, like, not unnecessary love fest for Quentin Tarantino. Like, the guy could like walk on water, cure cancer. Yeah, you know. Um, and uh, so I always have had a somewhat of a dislike for Quentin Tarantino, just because I was like you know it's like that band that everybody's obsessed with and you're like this band is not that good
1: but it wasn't like a mainstream band it was like those friends who are like have you heard the Mountain Goats and you're like what and they're just like so obsessed obsessed with with it it. Yeah. yeah
0: And then I, like, play something else, and they're like, yeah, but that's, like, not anything as good as the Mountain Goats. Uh, And then they're like, I love it because they're so original and so unique and so different. No one does dialogue like this band. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, that was the thing that people would be so – be like – they'd be like, I want to be like Quentin Tarantino and make the movies that I want to make and be original and different (laughs) and unique. And I'm like, Quentin Tarantino has ripped off all of his movies from older movies. All his movies are talking about older movies. Yeah, and they're all from, like, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly – is Kill Bill. Yeah. Like, that's where he got all of that from. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, but I went on a little YouTube rabbit trail for, like, two or three hours on a Saturday one time watching all these interviews of Quentin Tarantino. Uh. And although those fans are obnoxiously annoying, yeah. uh, Quentin Tarantino, I do think, actually is a... I have to give him more credit than yeah. I have over the years yeah. because, like, a lot of the stuff that he talks about in writing and storytelling and directing, and even just his the way that he goes about his creative pursuits, there's a lot to be admired. Yeah. Um, and one of them is like where he was talking about the quote that you're just talking about, where he was saying that the audience, um, for him, he's like, what he loves about movies is the emotional ride. Yeah. The emotional roller coaster. Yeah. Um, and so he's like that's what I want from a movie that I watch. so that's what I want to make from my movies and he's like so for me he's like I'm always thinking about how the audience is going to be emotionally reacting to mm-hmm. every single thing yeah. throughout the movie and he's like and I want it to be um, like a good symphony a good orchestra where it has its crescendos and its, its high points and low points and yeah. fast and slow and I don't know all the fancy musical latin terms but uh and so anyways that's where he was talking about where he was like i see the audience like my orchestra and i'm the conductor and i'm conducting their emotions yeah um uh which is just a great way to look at it and really a great way to look at like everything right because yeah. i mean if you really think about it, like the great art and, and and i don't mean it in a pretentious sort of way because i think even something like um something like The Godfather or something like Saving Private Ryan or something like About Time or Forrest Gump that you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. Um, like all of those are just like like what we think of as great movies, the ones yeah. that like la- stand the time or stand – Stand the test of time. Stand the test of time, yep. Like uh, Sean Connery. Like Sean Connery. <laughs> uh, like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The uh, wine scene production. <laughs> <laughs> um, are usually the ones that we – Continue to emotionally resonate with, you know, even paintings, books, you know. I mean, Harry Potter is what it is because the world's cool, yeah. But there's a lot of worlds that are cool, yeah. Uh, What makes that so good is like Harry Potter and his like his family issues, yeah, you know, and like him constantly trying to find love and a family and his friendships and you know, and Dumbledore being his fatherly, you know. It's like all of that is what makes it what it is, you know. So I think that's something, whatever you're doing out there, if you're trying to create something, I think constantly trying to think about how is this audience going to react to this? So uh, anyways, that's completely side note. Uh, what I was, when you said earlier though that you were like, that would be a fun movie to make. Yeah. It made me think, I think that's an interesting thought because there's, I feel like a lot of times people go and make a movie that they think would be a fun movie to watch, mm. not so much a fun movie to make, right? You know, yeah. Or this is a fun idea. Let's go do that. Yeah. You know, or this is interesting. Um. And yet, me and you have worked on movies, and we both know it's a, an enormous amount of work. Mm-hmm. And really, the like in result of like when you show it to people, critics, whether it's your family members, yeah, or your friends, or the Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. or the New York Times or whatever it is you know the audience and the critics they're never gonna really give you the satisfaction that you actually want right the only satisfaction that there really is in this industry is enjoying it while you're making it absolutely yeah Um. and so that was an interesting when you said that yeah I was like huh like that's something that I feel like people a lot of times don't actually do yeah well yeah is go make stuff that they actually enjoy making like hey this would be a fun this going and making this would be enjoyable. Yeah. And it would be a fun thing that we've never done before or whatever, you know, and, and not worry so much about whether or not, like, what it's going to be. Yeah. Afterwards. What the end
1: product's going to be.
0: Yeah. You know, because it's like, I'm sure it's like, you probably have 10 ideas that you could go do tomorrow. Yeah. Well, what's the one that you're going to enjoy actually yeah. doing? Yeah. Like the process.
1: Yeah. And I think that rubs off into your projects, you yeah. know, like, that's why a lot of times directors that we love, some of the earlier stuff is the stuff we love the most because that's when
0: they They were still happy in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. They're like, This is what I wanna make and so I'm gonna really enjoy making this. Yeah, or, or
0: they just never made a movie before. Yeah. You
1: know? So they really put their heart and soul into it. And so you see with like Spielberg, you know, I just think about him where the the BIG I think, right? Big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that movie's awful. And he obviously, you know, spent some time. But then, and like a year or whatever making it and stuff like that. Then he goes and makes The Post. And he does that in like six weeks. You know, super short, very quick. Uh, and it's way better. <laughs> yeah. But it's small. It's something that he is gonna enjoy making he likes the actors and everyone a part of it and i don't know there's there's something about when i talk about like quiet place especially with like horror genres we used to do these things with evan and kyle and all those guys who are listening um we do like a horror uh like a halloween special and um so we would like every year on halloween would either make like a couple short stories that were kind of like horror driven or you know sometimes they would have dialogue sometimes no dialogue just music and really play off that and it's almost like a magic trick where you know what the trick is and you're you have this kind of thing you're presenting to people and they have to figure it out and that's the thing with horror is you're you're not afraid of the actual thing you're afraid of what you don't know and I think that's what's fun about magic tricks or joke punchline or even like a rom-com you know will they won't they and when a rom-com becomes stale or a tv show as we all know it's because we are gonna go of course they're gonna get together or there's no there's no mystery i think the mystery of all those things are the exciting things. And so to be able to produce the mystery, I think, is really fun and exciting. And so that's I think that's where I say, like, The Quiet Place or something like that would be a really fun movie to make because it's something different, it's fresh, it's original. Yeah. And I think people get so caught up on how can I make something fresh and original. And it's like maybe focus on, like, the mystery. What is the mystery that you're producing? Um, I mean, when was the last like good like mystery who done it like type movies, you know? Like I think a bad way example would be um the Oriental Express that recently came out. Um that movie's just bad, but have you seen Gone Girl? Yeah. Gone Girl, I think, did it pretty well because there's like a big twist in the middle and yeah. like I mean it's David Fincher. He's he's great, right? But I don't know. I just I, I think I think that was probably a fun movie for David Fincher to make, Gone Girl. Yeah. Because of that mystery aspect. Yeah, of
0: it. and when you're saying fun, do you mean you think it would have been fun to actually have worked on the set while you were making it, or just fun creatively? I think fun creatively. You know,
1: like no matter what, like movies hard to make. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, creatively, I would say from like the writing process to the execution of that writing. Um, whether that's the actors or the editing, the sound you know, because with a lot of those things it's everything has to be just right to really catch you yeah. In that moment. Um you know, the emotional moments have to really resonate, the um yeah, there's there's moments in the Quiet Place I want to like point out, but I can't actually say because you haven't watched
0: it. Right, and some of our listeners might not. Have right, watched. exactly. Um, ruin it for them.
1: All I say is, uh, those who have kids might not want to watch this movie because <laughs> uh, they don't hold back punches with this movie uh, with the Quiet Place, and so maybe that's why it wrecked me a lot. So, um, I don't know. I just I, I i think it also does tie into the movie that I would want is see i want to feel something right you know like i want to feel something from because really the worst movies are those movies that you're just like i feel nothing with this aka jurassic world kingdom you know (laughs) fallen kingdom (laughs) whatever.
0: yeah (laughs) yeah well and i um and maybe what i want what you want to see is maybe not the right way to to categorize the but i feel like the other side of it but i feel like um but I, I think you know what I mean. Yeah, I know. You know, exactly where it's like, it. I just feel like a lot of times people go and- It becomes a job. Yeah, and it, yeah. it also becomes like a stepping stone or it's- um yeah. Or they go and make something because they feel like that's what needs to be made or- Or or like I said, it's just- Because I was kind of thinking when you said, you know, you think that would be a fun movie to make. I also was kind of thinking about just like- um, the actual production part you know the actual day to day of actually making it you know and obviously that does include pre-production and writing and post-production and all that but you know just a movie that you just like really enjoy the process Um, I mean that was when we grew up
1: making movies that's exactly what we did we never made anything that we didn't want to make you know and that we enjoyed every step of that process and it was 12 hour day or whatever and we enjoyed every second of the day yeah
0: yeah and I think i I guess that's where I think about like you know of all the different ideas that we throw out different times like what would be what would be the one that I'm like I would be the most excited about just going and doing, you know, yeah, um, and some of that is like doing something you've never done before, yeah, um can be an element to that, you know, but some of it is also like saying within a genre that you really enjoy, yeah, you know, so like for me, like I feel like a comedy thing with like good 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 comedic actors in front of the camera where i'm laughing yeah and like having a good time and you know like we're all cutting up and it's like man this is just fun yeah working with these guys um and gals and um and then um i think some kind of action thing yeah would be so much fun yeah like like a good with actual like stunts and You know, yeah, blowing stuff up to do
1: like a Mission Impossible movie. I think because I watched uh, this uh, video where it was like uh, stunt stunt coordinators watching. um, It's from Digital Corridor, so they do the visual effects artists watching bad CGI, and then stunt coordinators watching you know good and bad stunts. And they go over that uh, bathroom fight scene in the latest Mission oh, Impossible, yeah. which
0: we talked about in our Mission Impossible review. Exactly, reveal.
1: and apparently they had like the suits lined up with like padding, and then everything you see in there is padding. The whole bathroom, really. All the floors are padding. Like everything is padded. Interesting. But they make it in a way that looks real, and so like. Um, I mean, it's crazy. They were, like, going, like, super slow motion on, like, a lot of scenes. And, like, it still looks like a great... There's a couple times where, like, Tom Cruise, like, is kneeling and he's getting up. And the floor is, like, bendy. Interesting. <laughs> you know, because it's yeah. foam. Um, but, like, still, like, they're taking real hits. And, yeah. I don't know. Just to, like, be on that day and to be able to film, like, the fight coordination. Yeah. I mean, when we did the chess thing yeah. um, with Sam, like, that yeah. was so awesome seeing yeah. them, like, do you like and kyle was there and too. kyle and everyone we love uh <laughs> they all died they all died chest- in that chess- checkmate. game. checkmate Um <laughs> uh, yeah
0: uh, or even the um i mean it was just the two of us it would have been better if we hadn't had to be in it um but the even the um the frying squirrel yeah. of us getting our newspapers yeah. in the morning Mor- morning fight the- yeah yeah
1: what was that called? i think it was called morning fight Is that what it was called? That's a really lame name for a video. (laughs) Um,
0: So, um, yeah, I think something like that to me would just be um, like so much fun. Yeah. Getting to, you know, like getting to blow, like doing like actual practical effects again. Yeah. You know, like where you're blowing stuff up.
1: Yeah. It's like when we watch a- the behind the scenes the best stuff of like Game of Thrones and stuff yeah. like that is seeing how they lit yeah. 60 guys on fire at once yep. or um, Lord of the Rings you know it's always seeing how they did the fights and Helm's Deep and yeah, uh, that and then like the armor making was always like the coolest for yeah. me like how they made all the different sets but yeah I mean to be a part of like Lord of the Rings or even Star Wars or yeah. anything that like when you were a kid just like completely like blew your mind yeah to be a part of that would just be a ton of fun
0: yep so what would be a short that you think would be the most fun to make genre wise so something that's like doable or, or it doesn't even have to be like a long short a video whatever YouTube yeah. video whatever Um, what would be an area that you're like that that would be a fun day on set throughout the process fun to edit fun to or or just from a creative standpoint even if even if the shooting is still challenging and tough in long hours and sixteen-hour days, because it's yep. an independent film, um, what would be what would be your thing? Obviously, working on Star Wars would be amazing, but we're not going to get to work on Star no. Wars tomorrow.
1: But the day after, yeah, the day after, <laughs> absolutely. <Ooh>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, a- any any movie genre or just like a fun like short idea?
0: Well, I mean, uh. I'm more just trying to bring it back down to the practical level. Yeah. Like, what we could actually do. Like, taking what our random thought that popped into my head when you said that would be a fun movie to make and being like, we should make... Because there's definitely been an element to every single movie that we've made that they were not fun for me personally. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm thinking as I'm hearing this out loud, like, oh... Maybe I'm going about this all the wrong way. Yeah. Maybe I should be trying to make stuff that I enjoy making and not worry so much about where it's going to go or what it's going to become. Yeah. Um, And then just enjoy the process of what we're making because at the end of the day, that's really all you have to take home with you. Yeah. Is whether or not you enjoyed the last five years working on this movie or not. Yeah. Because it may or may not be successful. Yeah. You know, and it's like, and even if it is successful... Do you really want to hate your life for five years just so you can have a hit? Yeah. I don't think I really do. Yeah. You know, so taking that kind of big picture thought and trying to bring it down on a more practical level, what would be a thing for you that you're like, you know, if you got paid to do it but just just normal – nothing fancy. Yeah. The movie got out there, the thing got out there, people watched it, but then people moved on, it was no big deal. You know, it wasn't a flop, but it wasn't a hit. So, almost like, kind of removing the part of its, its distribution and its success or failure kind of off the table. What would be the thing that you would enjoy making for the sake of making it?
1: Bank heist.
0: A bank heist? Yeah.
1: Like, thinking of like, heat or the town, or, I don't know, there's, we don't really see, like, even, even Fast Five, Fast and Furious Five, there's just something about a good, like, bank heist yeah. with, like, it just kind of almost, like, brings you back to the days where you play with, like, guns yeah. and run around. Like, that, that scene in Heat, um, the sound when they're shooting out in, like, L.A., and, yeah. you know, they're having to the shoot out, um, they didn't do anything. That's the, that's the pure sound that you hear when they recorded that day, the day of, because it had, like, this kind of, like, echoey, you know um because they went in and like kind of made it like all nice and cleaned up yeah and, uh michael mann like he was like this isn't how it sounded that day and so they added more weight to it by making it sound more realistic yeah more echoey it's just kind of um and so and then even like the whole like twist at the end like in the fast five uh, spoiler alert uh you know they 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 go and they, they pull this giant safe out and they drive it through the streets of Rio um and and just, like, destroy everything. And finally, like, it ends up, kills, like, the bad guy or whatever. And Hobbs, played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
0: The one and only. The
1: one and only. He's like, he's like, I'm giving you 24 hours to, like, leave. You know, tells that to Vin Diesel, Dominique Toretto. um And he's like, but the safe has to stay. And he's like... Over, like. And so he, like, walks off, and then uh, they open, and, you know, it's, like, this whole scene, like, things are, like, happening, and everyone's driving away. They're, like, yeah, we did it. And then the rock opens up the safe, and it's empty, and they had swapped it out during the race. Oh, nice. Oh, it's a great little, like, twist through. Yeah. Like, they even go back and show when it happened. Like, it happened during, like, it fooled everyone. Yeah. I love that type of, like, yeah. kind of, like, little twist. Like, yeah. They did it. They got the bad guy, but they still get the money. He's kind of a Robin Hood thing. Yeah, But he obviously ends up – but, like, the town is great as well. I don't yeah. know. It's just a good, like, bank robbery would be great. Now, would
0: you put um, uh, Ocean's Eleven in that category?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's definitely, like, a fun um, – that one's more – I'm I'm more thinking, like, with the action and the shootout, you know? Gotcha.
0: You're thinking of the classic bank robbery yeah. with guns. Yeah, exactly. Like, the wild, I, wild west. Nobody
1: move, no one gets hurt, and yeah. then something goes wrong. And yeah. Like, I I would I would want all the tropes. I'd yeah. want all the stuff in it that, like, yeah. is the classic one guy's a little, like, a little trigger happy. Yeah. One guy's like, everybody keep it cool. Yeah. One guy's the pretty guy who gets killed somehow, yeah. you know? Everyone loves him.
0: Obviously, Evan.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, even, like, Triple Frontier, which is a net. Netflix movie, it's all about these, like, ex-marines uh, like Marines and stuff, special ops, going after the cartel's, like, money, Yeah, and things go wrong, once yeah. again, but I just love, like, it's not a great movie, but, but yeah. there's moments in it, yeah. like, Ben Affleck's the guy that's like, we have to do it right, yeah. you know, I yeah. I have a plan, that we gotta stick yeah. to that plan, we gotta go, but then the money's too yeah. much for him.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting, because you know, because right, I've told you many a times, I have a guilty pleasure for heist movies, ah, but um, mine are more the Ocean Elevens, Ant-Man, uh-huh. you know, um, even like Italian Job, yeah. you know, which has some action in it and some shooting too, but, um, you know, even like uh, National Treasure, yeah. you know, like those where it's like we got Sneak in here and nobody mm-hmm. knows and Mission Impossible, the first one. Is a little bit more like that too. Um,
1: What's the one with the
0: uh,
1: magicians? Oh know? yeah, <laughs> uh, catch me, or... catch me if you can. <laughs> no, no, no. That's uh, that's the DiCaprio. Oh no, you're uh, right. Uh, see me or if you see uh, me or something. What is that called?
0: <laughs> I actually like that one too. That movie insane. I'm just telling you, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Have you seen saying. the second one? Uh, no, I never saw the second.
1: Second one. ones even more bonkers. I it's need to watch it. Really I need to watch it. But
0: like I said, I just like <laughs> like, like it doesn't. The first one's great. It doesn't yeah. matter if they're horrible, I'll still watch it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like that's exactly what I am. I'm it's like, just like oh, uh, it's so good. But so it's interesting that you like the bank heist yeah. one, where I'm like the like espionage heist yeah. one, where
1: yeah, the espionage heist one is is good and fun, and but yeah, you like the, the action. Yeah, I think the action you can do with anyone. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. You don't really need, like, a great character actor or anything right. like that. You just got to get guys to start convincing it. I mean, Val Kimmer's in Heat, and you forget that. Yeah. Because he's just this guy with a ponytail, and he just has glasses. You know, he goes yeah. out and just is the silent killer. Yeah. While, you know, Robert De Niro and Al yeah. Capone al Pacino in that movie is truly insane like there's there there's this whole subplot that he was doing cocaine throughout the movie but they cut it out of the movie so he's acting like he's high but <laughs> they never show so he's like talking about like when he had coffee with like Rob and he's like I had coffee with him an hour ago you know he's just like going insane and you're like okay bring it down. but he's obviously <laughs> yeah. cooked up we don't know that <laughs> so but I just I the idea of going in be very simple you could just get yeah. like a bunch of stuntmen yeah
0: get get a room or something yeah yeah be easy yeah um i think for me uh something I, I i love the idea of doing a good comedy mm-hmm. in which we wrote one which i do think would be funny but the problem with that is um i think there would be some element to where being on set dealing with comedians could be the worst version of of like that actors coming and saying wouldn't it make more you know because yeah. it's just like especially if you get improvers and stuff like if they're not like 100% you have on, to be very collaborative yeah. when it comes to comedy yeah. yeah, and if they're not on board with you like yeah. collaborating with people who don't want to make the same thing as you yeah. who don't have the same vision as you do and not that they have not that they even like have your vision or see your vision or bought into your vision but they have your the same vision. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's like a difference in collaborators. Like you can have collaborators who are willing to like hop on board with you. Yeah. But then there's other collaborators who are like already on the boat. Yeah. Going to the same place. And you happen to be, oh, you're going there too, me too. Let's make something together. Yeah. Um and like with those it would be great. But it's so hard to find people like that. So I feel like that would be a lot of fun if you could get the right actors but
1: well and they have to be legitimately funny. Yeah, and like, they have to be yeah. legitimately funny, yeah. which
0: is also like more and then if it isn't funny, if it's not working, it's kind of awkward. Yeah. So, I think the one that I would pick would be kind of similar to what you're saying with the bank heist one, but I would love like a good John Wick action Ugh, movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I just want like of that of that nature. Like yeah. John Wick as a short. Yeah. Where a guy, like I even love the whole like somebody kills his puppy and he's just murdering everybody because of it. That's great. Like, I don't need a complicated premise. Just give me something really like you killed my puppy. Yeah. All right, now I'm gonna kill everybody in your organization. Like a good you know, and like he was a good guy. Like I love like John Wick storyline. Yeah. In a show He short. was a retired assassin. Yeah, he got out of it, his wife dies, gives yeah. him this puppy, then they kill his puppy and then they steal use... his Mustang. Yeah. And I mean I and he obviously loved his car, but it was the puppy. It that, was the puppy. It was yeah. the puppy that did it. Um I was think everyone was asking if I'm back
1: and I'm thinking yeah I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Great. Uh, and just like the action sequence I just have always loved a good like punching yeah. shooting well and John Wick great action type movie because
1: it's not like a Did you ever see Equilibrium? Yeah. I love Equilibrium but that do. movies like the Matrix like yeah. wild crazy yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, John Wick is very realistic it's like yeah. you know he's running through the crowd shooting and yeah yeah, it's yeah
0: real- and obviously he's unrealistic in the sense that he's this crazy trained assassin with yeah. these coins and all you know but it's like I can buy into that world yeah, yeah. Um. and um, <laughs> no I just I just think like sh- shooting an action sequence where people are just beating the crap out so of each great. other and yeah. shooting each other and you have guns going off and stunts and yeah. like I just feel like at the end of the day when you then get to edit that all together and you're like, Yeah, we just made that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So I think that to me would be a fun day on set doing some action
1: stuff. Well I mean think about it. Like the favorite some of our favorite television events have been like the Daredevil one take yeah. shots, you know, yeah. going to the whole prison. Yeah. And, um, which, by the way, they won't be eligible for an Emmy because when it came out it was like in between when you can't nominate it for it yeah so they did all that work and it won't ever get nominated
0: i feel like netflix did that on purpose
1: i think they did i think they they did disney was gonna pull it (sighs) it's just so so mad like out of anything i think that's still the hands down the best like choreography of any show well
0: and that whole season was so good Wow, so good guys if you haven't watched it go back and listen to our daredevil daredevil review season three Uh, But, yeah,
1: I mean, to be able to make something like that and to rehearse it and – I don't know. There's just something gritty. And with something like that, like, you can't really – I guess you can kind of, like, set up lighting to where, like, it covers the whole – but, you know, a lot of those things are very much, like, either outside or, you know, as far as, like, the the kind of quote-unquote boring side of setting things up. Right. It's very much, like, takes you back to when you were a kid. Yeah. And kinda of like you have your camera, you got your yeah. rehearsing the choreography yeah. and
0: all that the stuff. The only thing with an action scene that I think would be potentially challenging is figuring out the coverage yeah. that you need for yeah. that. And that's something that I like I have no idea on. And so I could see that part like really being a grind. Yeah. Oh wait, no, we need an angle over his right shoulder when he punches Well that's you know.
1: that's where uh stunt coordinators will do like the whole scene and oh, okay. they'll actually record every aspect of it Oh, okay yeah so they do i think it's called like a shadow run okay and so they've done it um i've seen it on like every type of you know yeah so movie. the stunt
0: coordinators actually help figure out the yeah they do basically. all the choreography essentially okay. the
1: stunt coordinator does yeah
0: well do like choreography with the camera too uh, I think they can, like, help you... Kind of figure that yeah, out. Yeah, figure that out. Because I safe. feel like that would be the part that would be really hard. Yeah. Is that, like, you get into edit, and you're like, oh, we needed this random yeah. one shot of him of his head going to the left right. and a tight shot to cut away to so that punch doesn't look fake. Yeah. No, they essentially, like, storyboard it, but they yeah. film it
1: themselves. Like, yeah. uh, oftentimes the, the shadow run is, like, really awesome and, like, out this world crazy, and then they kind of... Dial it back a little bit for the actual movie because obviously the actor isn't as good as a trained, right? You know, yeah. choreographer. So they kind of, yeah, make it a little easier
0: for them. Yeah. So Justin Torrance, one of our friends, uh, an actor here in Atlanta or in Georgia, and awesome dude was in um, Heart of Man. Yeah. Uh, has a great heart himself. Just mm-hmm. a really awesome, solid dude across the board. Great actor. He's been some of the stuff with us, but I don't know if you remember. But after I went to his birthday party, I told you about how I met a guy who does stunts. We need to, again, you were the one that I was like, where the guy was like, we're always needing stuff to practice with, and especially if we had a camera. Yeah. Like, he's like, almost like, was like, oh, I'd love it if we could practice. Yeah. With an actual real scene. Yeah. And have you guys actually film it, because it's like, it's helpful for them to know how to do the stunts to the camera. Yeah. Versus just doing it in a room full of mirrors and pads on the floor. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Oh well, I would love to film one." <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, sure, <laughs> make it happen, yeah. <laughs> and so then I came back, and, you, and we were talking about, you know, what would be a simple idea that we could do. And then you were the one that mentioned our yeah. morning fight. Yeah, oh, that cannot be the title of that video. It should be like uh... that. That wasn't what it was called. It was morning fight? <laughs> That's you. the worst title. Todd's looking it. it up for all of our, <laughs> for all of our listeners at home who weren't able to come in for the live recording today. <laughs> um so anyways i think as you look that up i'm gonna keep talking okay but uh i uh i think that would be super fun to do um having two guys in the video these two guys come out to get their mail in the morning it's raining they're in their bathrobes and uh oh my gosh morning (laughs) fight is what it was called uh and well we're gonna it was six years ago we're gonna get a new title yeah Uh, we apologize for our lack of creativity. (laughs) 17? Wow. That's, like, my least viewed Wow, 17. Maybe we shouldn't remake this. (laughs) But, uh, these, me and Todd come out to check our mail, and, uh, we would then walk up to each other, we're mad, and we're, we give some kind of dialogue, like, I I told you not to check your mail, or whatever. Yeah, it's
1: supposed to be, like, neighbors picking up the mail, and then, it was back in the day when, like, YouTube would, like, have, like, the... They fight for no reason,
0: really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like Freddie W. Yeah, like anime kind of style where
1: they look at each other, mortal enemies. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. And so then we started fighting in the rain with our newspapers as swords, basically, and smacking each other and hitting each other, and um, Todd ends up killing me. And then Mark then is across the street, and uh, or maybe he wasn't even there. Maybe you just waved at somebody Yeah, I was just like, hey, neighbor. Yeah, yeah. and then you walk back into your house. But I think that idea would be super fun to redo with – these guys but then have it start with two guys and then it cuts and like all these guys come out of these houses and it's just this huge <laughs> brawl in the yeah. middle of the neighborhood
1: yeah have you ever seen like a uh, yip man or um so that's ip man or like uh Ang Bak? no oh the Bok series are great there's this classic scene in i believe Bok 2 where uh tony Jaa, one of the greatest martial artists you know Movie guys of all time, he goes up this like giant like staircase, and I think the body count is like over a hundred people, all in one single take. Like the camera follows him up as he just like destroys people up this like tire staircase, it's, like really wide, really big staircase. And so like yeah, just movies like
0: that where it's just yeah. Ugh, it's you know so what's good. interesting is like um, I I'm not actually as big of a kung fu. Or, like, you know, that like the Asian fighting films as much as your classic, like, American ones, like John Wick. Mm -hmm. And I'm not really sure why.
1: I think you like the more, maybe, realism. Because that's the thing with John Wick, is as crazy as some of the things he does, it is based in, like, real tactical fighting and shooting. And so, like,. Uh, even Daredevil, you know, martial artists always talk about how, like, that's the most realistic because he gets, like, exhausted. Yeah. You know, he fights, like, five guys, but not like he can keep yeah. going. He, yeah,
0: I like Daredevils, too. I feel like maybe that's part of it is, like I, – well, I think the other element, too, is um, I feel like a lot of karate movies, especially the ones that we grew up watching – it was always, like, Jackie Chan surrounded by 20 guys, one, and then fighting him one at a time. Mm. And then as it developed, it would get to where, like, okay, 10 of them are fighting him, but it's still, like, they're all coming at him one at a time, right. even if they're, like, split seconds apart from each other. Yeah. As opposed to them just, like, all just, like, the last, jumping him the all last at once. The last Jedi type. Yeah. The last yeah. Jedi, yeah. Yeah, and, I, like, with John Wick and stuff, it's, like, he's always more, like, fighting through yeah. people. yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good one. And versus, Daredevil too. Versus like being surrounded by them yeah. and like taking them down one at a time, um, and usually there's always like a bigger quest, mm-hmm. and like the they're fighting to just get to yeah. that person. Yeah. yeah. You know, like John Wick's always chasing somebody down that he's yeah. trying to get to to kill, and he has to fight through the henchmen to get there. Um, Daredevil the same way. It's like he's trying to get into the prison and get somebody out of the prison, or he's trying to get whatever. You know, yeah. he's trying to get out of something that he. They found out that he was there, and now he has to escape. Yeah, um, and it just feels like you know him going down like a corridor of guys in a hallway feels yeah. more realistic than Jackie Chan surrounded by, you know, or Bruce Lee surrounded by twenty guys. Yeah, I don't know if that would be yeah. the the case, but I mean, I like good kung fu stuff, but I feel like the kung fu stuff like a lot of times those movies feel like the whole point is to sh- see them fight. Yeah. And there's a story kind of put there to sort of you help. You should
1: watch Yip Man. Yeah, it's a really good story because it's like a true story. But the yeah. fighting is more realistic. I was saying. Yeah. And um, and it's just it's a very unique style of fighting too. He's not like jumping and doing flips yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. His whole style is purely like hand and deflecting. Yeah. And uh, it's it's really good. Yeah. Don Donnie Yen who is in it and he's just he's great.
0: Yeah. So. So, I don't know. But anyways, so those would be our two movies. Yours would be a bank heist with some action. Yeah. Mine would be a John Wick movie.
1: But it would it would be like the classic like like that's what I love about Heat is like it's just like on the street. It's yeah. not like this crazy boom boom boom. You know, they're just coming out yeah. Get in the car, go, go, go you know. Yeah. Even the town, like I love when Jeremy Renner goes off and just starts like mowing down uh yeah. everyone or um I really, really love Hell or High Water. Yeah. When they get that bank and then like everyone in Texas has a gun, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Go!" Oh. And they just that gotta like fly out of there. I, wanna,
0: I, I remember like laughing out loud because I was yeah. just like, "Man, that's so true." Yeah. That is for 100%. <laughs> so, like that is the South, in Texas. Was,
1: yeah, West Texas, and they just
0: they all had like import teams <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that.
1: It was good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then all those tr- all those pickup trucks are like chasing them down yeah. the road.
1: And then uh, yeah, and then that's when uh, Ben, uh, what's his name, his brother, yeah, gets out and just like, yeah, I just love moments like that when one guy just gets out and just has this big gun and just yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, ugh,
0: I'm all about that. I mean, one know, guy's bleeding out, you know? Yeah, oh yeah, that's true. You could, I, I has anybody? I mean, Hell or High Water kind of did, but they were a little different because it was just like the two of them. Yeah. Has anybody done the classic like four man, six man bank heist in a small local town? Uh, like Rome? Yeah, I mean, I guess would the town
1: be considered. Was that Boston? I can't remember. Yeah, that.
0: the town's kind of like that, I like, guess. Kind of like that, but I mean, but it's just. Like, so but bad. like that, podunk, like, take Hell or High Water and combine it with right. all these other bank heist movies yeah. that we all know and love. Yeah. Um, you know, because usually those are in like New York City yeah. or LA or Chicago. And it's like, take one of those and instead put it in some random you know 80,000 people population yeah it'd be awesome
1: to be able to do one where they have to go from like um, from like Riverside or River Bank yeah then they have to make their way river from City there, River City called. make their way to the river yeah that's right there they have like a boat ready to go and then there's like a shootout on the boats you know and they're trying yeah. to like get away from there and then they have to make their way to the woods or something
0: yeah I don't know it'd be interesting to do so how would you end it would they get um, away or would they die?
1: They'd definitely be. So yeah, they have. Yeah, I would. If we were doing a short, I wouldn't have any backstory. It would just start straight up with the bank. Yeah. And so then they would go from the bank. You kind of give a, a hint of, of brothers. So there's six men. Uh huh. Two brothers. Yeah. Uh, close friend. So I'm thinking more of like two sets a, of brothers
0: and a close friend.
1: No, like uh, what? One brother, you know. Two guys are brothers. Yeah, two guys are brothers.
0: A friend. Uh, a good friend of those brothers.
1: Good friend of the brothers. Almost a Doc Holiday. Okay. So, so I'm thinking like. Yeah. Uh, and then three. And and so then, you still got three more guys. Yeah. And so then two guys are guys that like kind of join them. Just random dudes. Yeah, just random dudes. And then another guy is maybe like a cousin. Okay. And then. Um, and so. Who's the crazy one? It's one of the random guys. Oh, okay. It's I thought you
0: were the... going to go with cousin.
1: Cousin could be there. Cousin is. The thing with the cousin is he's the guy that um, maybe isn't one hundred percent in.
0: Uh, okay, he's, he's he's the guy the yeah the classic one who's like regretting his yeah, decision. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like he's there. Is like, he's younger? the nervous one. Yeah, he's younger. Yeah, he'd be like kind of by the door, like yeah. being the lookout. Yeah, Doc Holiday guy. It's the guy that's like I'm I'm a ride or die with you guys. Yeah. we're gonna make this happen. Yeah.
0: Are any of these guys experienced criminals? I feel like they need to be.
1: Oldest brother is. Okay. And, and Doc Holiday. Okay. Experienced criminals. Yeah.
0: I feel like the rest of them all should, though, be like pretty rough and poor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's, tattoos, kind of white trash.
1: Yeah, yeah. Two other guys. White they, trash they, with heart. White trash <laughs> with hearts of gold. One of them is a stripper with a heart of gold. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and, is this uh, Independence Day? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, that would be so awesome. He's dating Will Smith they're all aliens that's <laughs> that's <laughs> you will focus them at the end but so the the cousin's freaking out a little bit um the younger brother the two brothers are back getting the money uh-huh and then i mean got these other guys that you don't know much about it's and the they're guy with guys. the people yeah and they're kind of trying to calm down the cousin doc holiday is you know just trying to like Keep everyone else calm. He's like, you know, how's everyone doing today? Like, he's he's kind of joking up and kind of making people feel calm. But yeah. then he's also serious about, uh-huh. like, don't don't call the cop. Yeah. And then that's when, unprompted, no alarm has been set. Someone comes in. Oh, no. Someone comes in, and it's a cop. Oh, no. That's when hesitation, close up on right. the eyes. Yeah, he doesn't even a realize. A single that. sweat on the cousin. Oh, yeah. Goes down. Uh huh. The cop looks at him, and it you know it's just this yeah. And then yeah, it was Doc Holliday shoots the cop. Yeah, the Doc Holl- the other friend, not the cousin. The other yeah. friend, Doc. You know, yeah. We gotta go. You know, and they're like, go go go, and they're getting everything, and they 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 run out. First guy gets shot. Uh, what
0: one of the like you know side what would be good. Uh, I'm gonna add one little thing. Yeah, yeah. Would be if the other cop, his partner like, comes, like, as they, like, have yeah. the guns on it. Then you hear, like, a ding. Yeah, yeah, And it's the other cop at the door, and then they're like, oh, no. And so then that cop's able to get away yeah. Yeah, yeah. to call in. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. so he's he's gotten away. You know, the other cops, they were just kind of – it could be maybe they were bringing a new shipment of money or I don't yeah,
0: know. Yeah, or, or it's a small town. They could it's just a
1: small town. They're doing whatever.
0: He, like, you have the, the first cop walk in and say something like, you know, like, like, I don't know, he – isn't paying attention or something yeah or, or maybe the lady he's like Helen
1: how are you doing today? and then yeah. that's when it, yeah and he's
0: got his paycheck in his hand
1: yeah. sees like Helen she's all like
0: yeah weirded yeah she's,
1: yeah. she's kind of like on the floor you know everyone's on the floor he's like what the and then yeah. that's when Slow motion shot of the cop falling yeah. down. Yeah.
0: Or I mean, one of the great. I mean, I'll always love it in those ones because you were saying like anticipation. Yeah. Is like when you see like the cop car pull up. Yeah. And so then Helen, not Helen, my wife. Right. Our imaginary was like, the Mary teller, Sue. Mary Sue. Mary Sue the teller. Yeah. She. Yeah. They get her to like stand up and act like everything's yeah. normal, but then you know other people are.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so we had the cop, and then that's when the camera like yeah. kind of. And so backs then he up. walks
0: out, and he he comes in, he sees her. Yeah. And she's like oh, hey, John, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, and then he's like, what? And then he, like, looks over and sees the cousin and sees Doc. And yeah. he's like, what is going on here? And then that's when he, like, realizes. Yeah. And there's like, like. Yeah. And then right when you think, oh, my gosh, then you hear the ding. Yeah. yeah. And the other cop comes. Yeah. And so. And then they. Guns. And that and that gunshot has got to
1: be loud. Like, yeah. it's got to be, because that's the thing is the shock of, like, the huge sound. Yeah. Like, when you hear a gun, like, yeah. your body. Yeah. Yeah. It just reacts yeah and so like that's yeah. when like mayhem happens and yeah. they gotta get out of there and the yeah. brothers are pissed because they're like we have a plan yeah we're supposed to get on the plan what's happening and so as they run out the two uh kind of guys that have been hired on are covering you know they're shooting as cops are coming you know cops in the cop car are, like calling he's like we got four one. you know whatever yeah yeah and then that's when the Bullets just get riddled up in his car, and he's down underneath. He's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, you know, just bullets are flying. And so then they all run, and they're like, "We gotta go, 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 go!" And so then that's when we have a wide shot of them kind of crossing the street, going over the hill, you know, trying to book it up the hill into the river. And yeah. our camera, you know, we see the getaway boat is right there. um And then that's when you know cops are coming. We got cop cars running, and so they're getting on the boat, and they jump on. They kind of throw a bag on, and the cousin, you know, he grabs a bag, and he throws it, and then that's, and he falls down. And they're like, no, and then they book it out of there. So the cousin. He's dead. He's dead. He's on the dock right before they can get off. Yeah. And so they're just freaking out. Everyone is, like, so pissed. And um, no one's on the river yet chasing them, yeah. but it's about to go down. So they got get going they gotta get off the river as quick as possible into the woods Yeah. and so this is when the helicopter chase starts happening we got you know the the first cousins down um, they have now they're down to five guys and so now they got a rendezvous into they're gonna go down the river like a couple miles then they gotta get into the woods where they have a getaway van and then from the getaway van they got like another van stationed like five miles down the road or something else So then somewhere on the river, someone else has got to die. Something's got to happen. Yeah. How are they going to die, though? I don't know. That's the thing. It could be a- uh, A betrayal? A betrayal, a double cross would be interesting.
0: Um, Because there's no cops on the water. Right.
1: Yeah. I think, um,
0: yeah, I don't know. One thing, uh, I'm liking this, but one thing (laughs) I feel like uh, you'd be missing out on is the classic police chase. Right. Through the city.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to uh, – because that's the thing with me is y- you have to – I think that's what made Heat so great is that the cops were there and they were – it was all, like, planned. The They were going to get them. And that was the whole thing is that they were going to wait until they, the bank heist, you know, went smoothly. They were supposed to get in the car and then the cops were going to get them. But that's when one – that's when Val Kemmer sees the cop across the street. And recognize them and shoots them. And that's when the shootout happens. So that's kind of, you almost need, like, I guess the cops could be waiting. Because that's where, like, the small town thing, is. you still have to have somewhat realism. Right. And I would have to almost see, like, what is a police response time to something like that, especially in a small town. And, like, how quickly could they get on the water, you know? Yeah. How quickly could these guys get away? Yeah, just because, like, a shootout. Down Broad Street. Right. Would be amazing. It'd be incredible. And that would be the dream. So you could have like a Bonnie and Clyde type situation where these guys have been robbing people and the cops
0: do. Yeah, or even if they just don't like immediately leave or something, like they're still getting the money. Yeah. And they're like, buy some more time. And some of the cops are coming at that point. Yeah. And then they're able to like get past a few that have shown up yeah. and then there's still some that are chasing them
1: yeah yeah I mean that could totally be the case where like they didn't get like they had just gotten yeah. into the vault when all this went down and like they didn't even have time to like and if they aborted like yeah. It, yeah. they had to have yeah. like a certain amount yeah. of time cause I it's what I love about some heist movies too is they know exactly when the cops so yeah. they're like alright click this time yeah. we have exactly one minute to get yeah. out here before the cops yeah. are close enough you know yeah so that's where like in a small town
0: there's cops everywhere right and especially well, um, down the river you know at the right hospital a, they're, they're right across the street basically exactly. yeah um, I think actually um, instead of River City the one down over um, by Swift and Finch Oh, yeah. There's, there's like, Heritage First or something because it has, like, an awesome, like, front of the building. That'd be great. Um, And then you're on Broad Street. got to have someone die on those steps. Those steps are classic, you know. Yeah. And then it would be fun if, uh, as he's trying to escape, as they're trying to escape, if at some point they, like, let off the cousin. Mm. Like, they go down an alley and, like, he hops out. Yeah. And then he has to, like, run walk like on yeah. foot run over to the boat yeah and like get it ready oh nice and so then he's getting the boat ready yeah and then they then pull up and all hop on the boat yeah and then he gets shot yeah, and yeah. he's the guy that got the boat going he's the guy and yeah. they, they
1: were trying to do everything to keep him safe because yeah. they knew he was kind of like they almost because once again this is short we don't really have any backstory right so but we do realize that he is you know i don't even know how we would i guess they can call him cuz or something yeah yeah. I
0: mean they definitely like the three that know him, the two brothers and doc holiday holiday they could they could kind of pander to him a little yeah. bit, you know, yeah, you know, yeah, and um, you know, doc could walk up and be like, hey, just just watch these four, everything yeah. will be fine, yeah, you know, I mean, it's like little stuff like that where people are like, oh, that guy's obviously not on the same level as these other ones, yeah, yeah, and so I guess
1: that that would be the great scene is as they're you know like the little brother. Could be the one who's really close with the cousin, and so he's kind of the one like looking back almost like Frodo to the, yeah. you know. And you have that shot of the cousin on the dock. He's just kind of like laying yeah. like lifeless as they like kind of go away. And then what brings them back is the helicopter. And then they got people chasing them on the river, and they're like yeah. you know go go, and they just start shooting at them as they try and get down the river. Um, I love the idea of someone getting shot falling into the river. It's always yeah. a classic. Um, I have to do something like that. Um. Then once
0: you get on foot, I mean, you could definitely have it to where they have to go up the river and they have to go under bridges. Yeah, because then you could have cops on the bridges. Yeah, exactly. Because in a small town, they're not gonna have a helicopter. Yeah, but you could definitely have them like go up the American flag bridge. You'd be
1: surprised what Rome has. <laughs> I mean, we have a tank. Like that's the thing is there's. Well,
0: that's because we have a national guard in town.
1: Oh, okay. Because yeah. I've just seen – I've seen some, like, crazy SWAT teams go, like, in our motels. Oh, interesting. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and they have, like, that huge, like, like uh, armored – it's not, like, a tank, but it's, like, carries yeah. people, you know? Yeah. Transport. And, yeah, it's, like, their SWAT team Uh-oh. that like, goes in. And, <laughs> I mean, they have, like, full-body armor, too. Oh, that's good. So.
0: um, But, yeah. I mean, to a certain degree, though, I like the idea of, like, just a bunch of old-school yeah. cops. Great you know it's great just yeah. in their in their like you know little cop outfits yeah. and everything like well, as a because it usually is the swat team yeah that they're always fighting and the idea of like the like local town sheriff team yeah. being the ones uh, that are shooting at them
1: man and having like a little uh that'd be great and
0: like even everybody using like cops having pistols and shotguns and yeah. then they have like some assault rifles yeah, yeah. you know yeah no that'd, that'd be that'd be wonderful and then uh So yeah, you could have them go under the boat and they're shooting at people and getting shot at. Yeah, and so... And then if one of them gets shot off the boat, that would be good. Yeah, so so by
1: the time they get to the woods... At this point, the
0: shore is pretty long. There's four people. Okay.
1: Well, this all takes place within... I mean, think about The longest scene would be probably... The ideal situation would be they would get into the bank and that whole bank scene, including the intense thing, would be like two, three minutes. Okay. Like, it's all real time. Yeah. So it says, like, quick as possible. So, you know, guys yep. go straight to the vault. They're getting their money, yep. trying to get the thing in. That's when the cop walks in, tense situation, shootout. Then the car scene and the actual chase scene would be the majority of the movie. So the idea is that the whole short would be, like, 15 minutes long. Okay. And so two, three minutes in bank, seven to eight minutes would be the chase. Okay, which is 10 minutes. It's pretty pretty long. Yeah, yeah and it then, is a long chase. And then the kind of final conclusion where, once again- So the, you have four
0: people that get
1: out of the boat. Yeah. They go into the woods. Yeah. And the other two guys get killed. The like guys that get yeah. hired. One guy gets killed on the river. Another guy gets killed in the woods.
0: On the, the steps. Mm, Did you yeah. say you wanted someone yeah. to die on the true. steps? Yeah,
1: steps. Yeah the steps so I guess he would be the first to die then the cousin then the other guy would be on the boat unless you don't want somebody to die on the steps I do want someone to die on the (laughs) steps that's that's great it's all about visuals well a cop could die on the steps that's true yeah yeah having a cop fall down I just want someone to like get shot and like fall down the steps you know Uh, classic oh the like rolling shot yeah like oh Uh, yeah that would Uh,
0: be better if it was somebody then
1: yeah I think, I think like, having the guy, like, one of the first guys, you know, like, we got to go. You know, he busts out the door, and then that's when he gets, like, sh- you know, tush, tush, shot up. And that's when they know the cops are outside, so they come out blasting. Yeah. And get in the car, and they go, we got to get that boat, you know, because you've ready to run. He's, like, born ready. Yeah. Obviously, he was running the way he runs. Yeah. And so um, he runs the boat, gets the boat ready. He gets shot. They all jump in. He gets shot. Rides the boat away. And so then another guy gets shot in the river, and uh, and so once they get to the woods, they're running, and that's when the best friend says, I got, I got, you guys aren't going to make it, we're not going to make it together. It's not going to happen. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about, Johnny? He's like, it's not going to happen. And he's like, you go now. You got a little brother. You got a wife and kids. Yeah. You got something li- worth living for, you know? And that's when he turns around, and he's, like, shooting in the air to kind of get their attention. And he's running. He's like, bye, bye. And then that's when, like, the older brother who was closer to, to Johnny, the yeah. friend, like, that's when he's just, like, heartbroken. Yeah. But younger brother's like, we got to go. We got to go, you know? Yeah. So they go. And so they get in their car, and they kind of – That's this is when the – you know, they take all their gear off. And, you know, you got to have the classic they pass the cops uh-huh. type scene, you know? Uh-huh. And it's all cool as it can be, you know. Uh, Maybe, like, the older brother's wife is driving a car, and they're in the back, and it's, like, a minivan or something like that. Yeah. And so they're able to get away. Wow. Doc Holiday. That's when he sees that, like, they got away, and that's when he kind of, like, makes his last stand. Yeah. And So it ends with them getting away? It ends with them, like, driving off. And I like the idea of, 'Cause the problem is they they kill cops. Yeah. That can never that's never like a good Robin Hood. You know, we don't root for the guys that usually kill cops. So they have to be kinda bad, I guess, a little bit. I know. But we like rooted for the people in the town. So
0: I don't know. I don't know. It's a the short too, you can kinda get away with a little bit yeah. more.
1: Yeah. Well, and the whole point of like most other than Fast Five is most like Heist movies usually are a lesson of like no matter what you do, you're gonna die in the end. Like Hell or High Water I think was different because, you know, they didn't really kill anyone other than yeah. <laughs> wasn't that he did kill someone, but um he ended up usually if you kill someone, you end up dying. Like yeah. that's kind of like the, the way um Ocean's twelve, no one dies in that. Like the movies that where they do a heist and no one dies, or at least like no one innocent dies. Usually means that all the main characters are gonna be okay and yeah. make it through, right?
0: Um, well, you could have the two brothers not kill anybody. Exactly.
1: Yeah, that's not kind of what I'm thinking. Is that they kind of somehow like either don't shoot or they shoot past them. Like I don't know. But
0: but to a certain degree, they're just stealing for the sake of stealing. Usually, those people also are like paying something off. Right. Right.
1: And that's yeah. why I'm thinking it's like, do they? Do we show them like paying off? Medical bills, do we show them? Because it's a small town, people have yeah. debts.
0: Yeah, I think to a certain degree the Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid with the two brothers could just be them getting hunkered down somewhere Yeah, and just having to come out blazing, and then they get killed.
1: And that's always great. Yeah. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, that sounds like a fun movie to make <laughs> and to watch. It would be. Uh So I guess we'll leave it there with that for now. Uh, But uh, for all of you out there, we encourage you to not worry so much about what it is that you're making. right? And instead, go make something that you would just enjoy making, that you would enjoy the process of making, whether it's graphic design or music or photography or film. Or food. Or food. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Do – Go do something for yourself that you will enjoy the process because the process is really the work. Yeah. Uh, And if you can't enjoy the process to a certain degree, why are you doing it? Exactly. So uh, take a lesson from us and go do something that you would really enjoy making it.
1: And don't steal my idea. <laughs> don't st- It's copyrighted now. Copyright. TM. We're sending baby. this to the government.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Todd, it's been some wonderful quality time.
1: It's been good. I'm, I'm glad to have you back. Thank you. From the Bahamas. Thank you. That's where he was, folks. The Bahamas. Amazing. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. And until uh, til ne- then.
0: Till next time. Till next time. This has been a Studio Red production. For more, go to studioredmedia.com.